Welcome back, everybody. Here we are once again for the Some Low Grade Gamers podcast. I am your host. Am I? No. I think we're all equal part hosts. <laughs> You're one third of the host. Yeah, I am one third of the host. My name is Tom from Some Kind of Gaming. We also have the beautiful Dan over here. How are you doing, Dan? Good, good. How are we all? <laughs> Fantastic, thank you. Fantastic. And then we have the equally as beautiful Laura over here. How are you doing, Laura? I'm doing good. How are you doing? They both waved for you guys who are like actually listening to this. So. Oh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. I forget it. I do yeah. motions and then I need to work on my um, sound effects again. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, you you got to make sure you do it for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> a waving sound effect. What is a waving sound effect? Oh. Cool. Let's let's go with that. <laughs> oh, what a laugh! All right, this week we've got a couple of uh, interesting things to go over. Uh, just like every year, seemingly there is another Nintendo Switch Two leak. It's just as I thought, everyone. There is going to be a Nintendo Switch Two. I knew it. I had it. I'm I'm the leaker. There will be one day a sequel to the Switch. Well, to be honest, that leak is as verifiable as most. Yes. But the one we're going to discuss is a little bit yes. more than that. Uh, it is a just, little more sub- substantial. It's not just me on Twitter saying it's going to be released in 2022, 2023, 2024, 2025, or 2026, maybe. Well, I think that it's like, of course, there's going to be a Switch 2 at yeah. some point. Yeah, that's the... But I want the receipts. Yes, exactly. We need more information than that, don't we? hmm we're also going to discuss, uh, it's a little bit of an Australian-focused issue, but there is a certain game that has been refused classification over here in Australia. And I guess we'll talk about classifications and ratings of games in general, because we all know Sony is very good at cutting things out of games to release them as I don't know, PG as opposed to something that might be 18, 18 plus, or even just taking things out of game because it's just too intense, full stop. So we will be talking about the board of classification a little bit. It is quite interesting. And then we've got a couple of uh, little ones near the end, but um, there's a God of War movie on the, or TV show on the cards, which is quite interesting. Got a couple of ideas who might be acting in that. So that is, uh, yes, yeah, going to be quite interesting, I think. So let's kick things off with the Switch 2 League. That's the big one of the day, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, Dan, would you like to go over exactly what this leak entails and how it is more credible than my personal leak? <laughs> so there's a couple of things here that I think not only myself, but other analysts actually think this is more credible. I'm not trying to claim anything here. Uh, a lot of my stuff is reading what other analysts read and putting two and two together myself. Uh, I do have a couple of theories, though. So I don't Ooh. think it'll be called a it's Switch well, Pro. No. I, just, I, on here. I do not see Switch Pro in the horizon. I don't think they'll call it that. I don't think they've got I any think... interest in calling it a Switch Pro. I agree. What about if we take the NES and the SNES approach? 
So Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Super Switch, maybe. I like that. It's, it's got a nice ring to it, bit it of alliteration. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. I think it'll be something along the lines of Switch U or Switch R. Oh, yeah. No. no. <laughs> I, mean, I feel yeah. like they get it off on a bad foot immediately. Yeah. I I got a feeling they're just going to chuck a letter on the end. That's that's yeah. That's or like switch 4K, some bullshit like that. I think I, I that's what I perceive actually happening. I don't think, yeah, I think the switch OLED is potentially a test for that screen that they've been using, yeah. you know, verifying what the best sort of application is handheld wise. So I think the OLED is potentially a beta testing console in some yep. respects. So that's sort of what I, I mean. Look, it's overdue by this by this point. You've got the switch, yeah, absolutely. then you've got the switch v2 version two, which did have some yep. minor changes. Uh, switch light, which I don't really count, and the switch yeah. OLED. So, yeah. I, I think it's so overdue. I think in, in regards to that overdueness, I just want to say that I the switch is still outselling everything everywhere and. Whether that be because you know the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series of systems are largely unavailable at the moment, um, they they are harder to get your hands on than it is a Switch. But the, despite all that, the Switch is still destroying them in almost every market in the world. So, I mean, it's the same same deal with the new Mario Kart game. Nintendo's like, well, the, this Mario Kart is selling still, so we don't really need a new one, you know. Uh, I think that's the same idea with the switch. If it what if the sales had dropped significantly, I think we might have seen one this year, last year, but it's still going strong. So mm, I guess they'll wait for that to peter out. Yeah. So what do we so, think? Do we think that they are gonna be making a switch two mm-hmm. or a whole new thing? No, well, like, it's, it's gonna be a whole in regards to how the PS5 is a whole new thing compared to the PS4. Mm. Like, it's not going to be a revision of the Switch. It yeah. will be, but I think that... But that's a very good point. Do you think they'll keep the name Switch? Yeah, or is it going to be another, like, the next step? So Nintendo 64, I, yeah, Nintendo I, I think the Switch, the Switch is selling far too well to make any significant changes. And when I say I think it's overdue, what I mean by that is I think the games that they're trying to put out are exceeding what the console is capable of. And what I mean by I think Arceus is a perfect... What's that? There is a couple. We're starting. We're just starting to get into yeah, that territory. sort of where my thought pattern is. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. I wouldn't you know, say we're quite there necessarily with everything. Um, ports are still possible. Um look at the witcher 3 for example it's it runs quite well mm. it doesn't look as pretty that's for sure yeah. but it that, does run that though, thing so. runs surprisingly well uh and that's that's a big game but yeah. yes i agree with you dan legends arceus is one and hyrule warriors age of calamity that's is another, another one and neither of especially hyrule warriors it's not unplayable it does just drop frames like crazy considerably but the warriors games are known to do that on nintendo consoles well there's so much going on in those games so much going on yeah 100 percent. sorry dan back what what were you 
Yeah, I just, I, I'm more thinking along those lines of that's why I think it's overdue. I think the yeah. graphics are now being left behind too much. Even if you play a Series X on, even just on 1080 versus a mm-hmm. Switch on 1080, the, the Series X still has a huge advantage. Now, again, Nintendo aren't trying to fight in that space, but mm-hmm. I think they need to attempt to not necessarily close the gap, but keep the gap where it is. I think. Yes, I agree. I, I, you know, because as far as I see it, I don't see the Switch as a main console, if that makes sense in anybody's household. Like some people might, and that's and that's fine. But I, I think the Switch has a sweet spot where it can be the main console or it can be the supplemental console. And I think that's why it sells so well as well. It's not like a Series X and a PlayStation 5 where, you know, you have to, you know, you want both or, you know, it's a whole big thing. Whereas just picking up a Switch and just playing the Switch, number one, you get first-party titles that you're not going to get, you will never get anywhere else, not even a Steam release like Sony mm-hmm. have been doing with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and the God of War series, and hopefully Horizon uh, Forbidden West, etc. But if we have a look at what Nintendo do, Nintendo keep their IP as Nintendo. They don't give a shit. They don't want to share that with yeah. anybody. So I think the Switch is a perfect supplemental console, but if it doesn't keep the gap where it is and the gap keeps growing... And I think the gap potentially would have grown significantly if the Series X and the PlayStation 5 were a lot more accessible. I think if those consoles were significantly more accessible, I reckon Nintendo would have moved their release date potentially a year earlier. I I got a feeling Mm -hmm. looking at a 2023 release based on, so the, the leak basically came out of NVIDIA. Now, it looks yes. like NVIDIA I'd are working probably get on... A... <laughs> yeah. That's actually what leak is. Yeah, that yeah. is a... Instead of speculating, I like me. it. Uh, no. Yes, this leak actually came out of NVIDIA, which was actually talking about a DLSS-powered switch. Now, to keep it really simple, as some people are interested in the tech side, some people aren't, but I'm not going to yep. go into a huge detail. Basically, what it is, is it's a specific artificial intelligence which allows a significant improvement in graphics without frame rate drops as well. It can basically navigate easier those uh, upscaling, I guess you want to you want to call it uh, activities. And it does a significantly better job than anything currently available. Now, mm-hmm. right now, if that was to release, which it's not going to, but if the switch was going to release tomorrow, I don't think that is necessarily ready. And I think we would see technology. Yeah, I I think we're going to see this next year. It's I I highly doubt it'll come this year. I think it'll be a next year sort of thing. I would Mm -hmm. and sort of there's a few things that I the reasons that I think that I think we've got Arceus again, which has frame rate drops and other issues, which would I, I believe largely be resolved if we had the opportunity to actually run DLSS. Uh, I'm just going to call it DL from now on because it's easier. So if if we had DL, 
I think Arceus would run a lot better and, and so would in a lot of other games. Now, you look at what they're releasing shortly. We've got uh, the new Pokemon games, which are coming out in late 2022, which is this year, which are full open world. And they've reiterated that again on Facebook, I think, today. They've mm-hmm. spoken about a real open world experience. So I, I think the fact, and I think you put it really well last week, Tom, I think it was, they haven't, they never pitched Arceus or, or anything like that. People just said it was open world, right? They never pitched it yeah. as that. I think people were hoping it. Yes, yes, willing it into existence. Yeah. So I, I think this time, uh, so a new evolutionary step in the Pokemon series in Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet you'll be able to freely explore a rich open world, a world filled with towns and cities that blend seamlessly into the wilderness with no borders. That is exactly what the Nintendo Switch uh, Facebook page, for those that still use Facebook, it's still a thing, it's there. Um, I, I think that's where I'm starting, that's why I'm starting to think that this console is potentially the, I'm going to call it the Switch 4K. And if I'm right for the future, I'm going to be a happy man. But <laughs> if if we look at what's coming, I mean, you've got Breath of the Wild 2, which I know we talk about a lot and everybody talks about Breath of the Wild 2. But if they're going to improve on the original Breath of the Wild, which was already fantastic on already a standout game, how are they going to do it without the performance gains needed? That's my so, that's my thought. Along with because open world is yeah, look uh, okay. This is going to be very not blunt but generalist. Okay, open world is not that hard to achieve on a small scale, mm-hmm. developmental wise, because you can add in certain bits and pieces and, and all that sort of stuff. This is verified by a game developer, not some weirdo like me. Uh, I've, I've spoken to a few game developers about how this works and why Arceus didn't fit that narrative. So on a smaller scale, it's definitely possible, which we've seen, I think, in Pokemon Sword and Shield. That was the DLC was close, um, mm. not super close, but that's that's what I think the Switch is I able to achieve. It. I don't think it can yeah. achieve much beyond that without the performance upgrades that it it needs to to hit those that number one the frame rates and we really need to see 4k coming out of that switch i think 4k is on yeah. use now yeah yeah no, it is. yeah absolutely uh, especially with the playstation 5 capable of like 8k uh people affectionately refer to it as so i agree with you but i also disagree with you i think well, first of all, Breath of the Wild is far more open world than anything Pokemon has done. Oh, yeah, at 100%. The moment. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't trying to compare the two. No. <laughs> so it is capable of open worlds. But that, keeping on the Breath of the Wilds line, if, they, if Nintendo plan on releasing Breath of the Wild this year, still, uh, we don't have any reason to believe that they're not planning on doing it. They are going to 
roll with that for a while. They are going to want that game available on their console of choice for at least a year before they release anything new. Any new games? Any new systems. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. So they're not going to release Breath of the Wild 2 on the Switch and then make it redundant by releasing a Switch 4K six months later. I think if they made a Switch... one on that, though. ...you'd be able to play Breath of the Wild 2 on it. Yes, no, you would. But it's going to be a system seller. Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be a system seller for the Switch. Okay, I see. They're going to want to roll with that. Yeah. Especially with their lineup of games that is coming out this year. The best year for Switch ever, hands down. Splatoon 3, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, new Pokemon uh, generation. We've discussed that already. Breath of the Wild 2, Bayonetta 3. All these huge Nintendo IPs are releasing this year. They're all system sellers. Mm -hmm. They're going to sell more Switches. So why would they release a Switch 2 so or a Switch 4K, as we're, apparently we're calling it now? Why are they going to release that so soon after all these system seller games come out? I just don't see them doing that. Well, I they did it with Breath of the Wild. See, so Breath of the Wild was a, a generation gap in game. So it released simultaneously on the Wii U and the Switch. Uh, they, they could do that, but that's again, what I, that's, that's like, what I'm saying. I'm envisioning... As you said, Dan, like, you you think Breath of the Wild 2 is still releasing at the end of this year. They would be they would be hyping up this new console. And it's not just Breath of the Wild 2. It's the new Pokemon generation, uh, which don't like to cross console generations. I was seeing it before uh, new generations of Pokemon releasing quite late in uh, a system's life cycle. And then not coming to the new one and again splatoon 3 xenoblade bayonetta all these big titles not just breath of the wild 2 they're not they're not going to put they're not going to make them all generation crossing games they're just not and if breath of the wild 2 is still coming out in 2022 again we're just going to assume it is because we have no reason not to like that, that then proves yourself wrong, Dan. If you think this system is going to come out in 2023, like if, if, if Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be that cross gen title, it's, it's being dropped simultaneously, same day, then and there. It's coming out with the new system. See, and I, I just don't see that happening if it's going to be released this year. I, I think, think we will be... see the switch in 2024. See, I, I think it'll be mid to late 2023 from the point of view of planned obsolescence. I think what it'll do is, yes, Breath of the Wild 2 is going to work on the current Switch, but if you bought the Switch 4K, you're going to see significant improvements. And we saw it with the Switch OLED, people quickly changed over to the Switch OLED for no significant gain. So the Switch OLED was is good, right? Don't get me wrong. If you were to purchase a Switch today, you should purchase the Switch OLED. Don't don't get the yes. other one, especially if you play in handheld. But if you don't play yeah, in handheld, in handheld mode, what's that? 
it's a significant upgrade if you were to play in handheld mode. In terms of the way it looks. Yeah, mm-hmm. and sounds. But there's no the, significant, thing far better. There's no significant performance increases is where uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm sort of getting uh, at. Yeah. There's so my thought pattern around this is it's sort of how when Apple release a new software update that tends to slow phones down. Now they've admitted to that. They know they do that. And they apparently do that so batteries last longer. Now, I don't know if that's entirely true, but potentially it is. Now, I think with the Switch 4K, I think you're right, Breath of the Wild is uh, 2 is going to be a system seller. And potentially the new Pokemon is as well. But you hype people up for Breath of the Wild and then bring out the 4K version, say six months to a year later, and I guarantee you those same people that bought Breath of the Wild 2 for the Switch, because I'm not saying that the Switch 4K is going to be a, a generation gap, I think is the wrong way to think about it. I think it's more like, say, the difference between the original Xbox One to the Xbox One X. Now, I said One X, not Series oh, X, people. Okay. So that's, that's interesting. That's, that that's what I think, yeah, we're going to see. And that's why I think it'll be that release because I don't think it's going to be a next gen for the Switch. I think it's going to be a hyped up gen because DLSS isn't going to do that much that it's a next generation thing, in my opinion. Now, somebody more technical yeah, this than is just one thing I think it's, I think Nintendo is looking at that next-gen console and they want it and they need it to keep up with things like the PlayStation 5 and, as you said, to, to close that gap or at least keep it where it was with the Switch compared to the PlayStation 4 Pro, for example. But I don't see them putting so much effort into a system that they're not looking at as the next system. So when you're comparing it to the Xbox One and the Xbox One X, I'm thinking something like maybe not as, definitely not as drastic as the 64 to the GameCube, but something like that. Maybe maybe they're going to put a new gimmick in it like we saw from the GameCube to the Wii or the Wii to the Wii U, but I don't think they're going to try and market it as the pro model because despite them not marketing the Wii U as the pro model, that's what people thought of the Wii U as. Uh, That's what I thought the Wii U was for the longest time. I just thought it was like an upgraded Wii. And I feel like that's what the general public thought. And that didn't work. It didn't work. So it was just a shit console though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's some great games on it. I think it'll still very much be a Switch. Yeah. Yeah, this Switch, like, 4K or whatever it could possibly be switched to, I still think the next thing that they're going to come out with, it's still going to be a Switch. I don't think it's going to have a new crazy name. No. It'll it'll be a Switch something. That's, that's what I think. Because you're right. Like, they are still selling so many Switches. And so why would they just completely go with something totally different when what they have is working so well. I I think that they will make a better 
version of a Switch. And I think that you're still going to be able to play the games that are coming out on the Switch now. I think you're still going to be able to play them on it. Yeah, it they'll it just run backwards. and operate way better. But I don't think there's going to be any games that you won't be able, any Switch games that you won't be able to play on the new one. So yeah, that's that's my so thought as well. All the games they're going to release after this 4K model are going to be playable on the old Switch, our current Switch. Yeah, probably at the beginning, but I don't think there's going to be any of the old Switch games that it will be unplayable on the new. Switch. No, no, it will be backwards compatible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's so. Um, and, and just more to this point, as you said sold so many it has it has to be backwards compared yeah um it won't be like the switch compared to the d they it was the switch was very much a reset not backwards compatible with the way yeah the way you not backwards compatible with the 3ds that was a yeah yeah it exactly was its a whole new thing. thing but i, I think, think to laura's point like, if you if you yeah, have a look at the 3D. dock for the oh sorry if you have a look at the dock for the oled i just want to finish on laura's point yeah if you look at the switch dock for the oled model that is a significant upgrade that's that's the big upgrade is that dock in terms of you've got inbuilt ethernet you've got other uh critical factors including the fact like, that what's that that's like it it has other like it's isn't the dock for the switch oled like compatible with 4k isn't yes. that another upgrade that's that exactly my point update it's updatable to 4k so if they continue down this road potentially people with oleds because remember one of the big criticisms was what the hell's the point of upgrading to the oled if i play handheld as an example and i think this speaks to the point of the oled uh, yeah if you don't sorry it i think this speaks to the point of the oled being a beta if that makes sense because they're testing that dock. If they can get that dock to do X, Y, and Z, potentially you've got an option in the future because at the moment, I think the Switch market is too, is too much crap out there. They need to remove the older Switches, get rid of them and just keep the OLED and do something a little bit nicer with the light. But what I think the, four, what I think the OLED is gonna end up being is I think that dock is gonna be upgradable and potentially you can buy a switch without the dock that's where i think is potentially the next thing so if you've got an oled then sure you can just buy the switch you don't need to buy the switch and the dock it removes the light right i think it will remove the light from the equation it'll mean that there's a cheaper model because they don't need to include the dock or you can buy the model with the dock get the upgraded thing does that make sense? Does what I said just make sense? So instead of having three different models, it does, it does make sense. But I don't, I don't personally see Nintendo doing that. Uh, just as a quick comparison, there is a telecommunications company here in Australia called Telstra, and they, if you get internet service with Telstra, you have to get a home phone connection because they can charge more. Because you have that home phone, despite nobody I know using a home phone still. Do you still use a home phone? If you do, yeah, I don't know if it's worth it. But they still sell you that package because they can charge more for it. So I just think 
maybe Nintendo is going to do the same thing. I don't see them bringing out a cheaper model without the dock because they can charge more for it with the dock. True. I do see where you're coming from yeah. with that. Yeah, I guess, yeah, that the does make sense. Is, then you've got two docks. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. fine. But so, then you've bought two docks from them. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting this conversation we're having because I very much see this this next Switch model as that generational leap. I see it as, you know, the uh, Game Boy to the DS or the DS to the 3DS more, more likely, I think. Uh, you know, there's, there's different game cartridges that uh, it will be backwards compatible, but you know you're not you're not going to be able to play the new games on your old Switch. It's going to be a new thing entirely. Might have a new gimmick, maybe something small like the 3DS did. Just a small new gimmick there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all know Nintendo loves their gimmicks. Whereas Dan is very much in the mindset of it's just an upgrade to the old Switch. You know, it's going to be the PS4 Pro. It's going to be the Switch Pro. Uh, Laura, are you in the middle ground here? I, I feel I'm getting those vibes. Well, I think it's going to be like, I don't think it's going to be an entirely new, I don't know if it's going to be an entirely new system, but I think it's going to be a little bit more than just like a pro. So I guess I am in the middle. Yeah. You're I guess I am in the middle. Yeah. Classic Laura being very indecisive. Yeah. No, <laughs> well, I think that yeah i do think that you're going to be able to play all of the old switch games on the new yeah, switch yeah. i think it's going yeah, to I have agree. i don't yeah. but it's still going to be a switch yeah that's what i think so, so i guess it's I am, going to be like hardcore pro version if i am wrong i will personally give away to one listener the latest steam game at that time <laughs> If I'm wrong. All right. All uh, right. Well, uh, this, what are you offering if you're wrong? I'm I, Switzerland, so. I will. Oh, I was going to say I'd let Dan punch me, but I think you've just done martial arts. Um, yeah, true. I, that's, high, that's high stakes. Yeah, that is high stakes. Yeah, maybe. I, I want to live. I'm not willing to bet my life on this. Uh, I don't know. I will take a slap from laura live on our stream well i'll give you 10 slaps 10 10 slaps yeah i thought he was just gonna go with one slap nah, yeah. i had to up the stakes I, I feel like 10 slaps from you is a lot better than one punch from dan so i'm okay. still going the lesser of two evils here. yeah i think yeah i think that i'm going to be doing some slapping because yeah. i still think that this next generation thing well the the next thing that's coming along that's in the works at the moment it's going to be a switch I'm it's not, not going to be a new i'm not saying it's not going to be a switch i no, just they I are they, the they're sticking with the hybrid model as well the hybrid the model works you know like it's it is going to be at its heart a switch but it is going to be a generational leap they have to. It's they can't just continue with this this generation for twenty years. Like there is going to be a successor. This is going to be yeah, the there, there successor. Is, oh, there is certainly yeah. going to be a switch successor, but I don't think that we're going to see that anytime soon. Because as you said before, hmm. why would they do that? The switch is just 
doing so amazing. It's smashing all of the sales. There's all these incredible games coming out. I don't think that they're just going to next year pack up and then be like, okay, cool. We're doing this other thing now. It won't release next year. Yeah, you reckon two, uh, 2024. I reckon 2024, maybe even, around March. Even 2024, the their sales are just too good. All they need to do is do a bump in performance and a bump in graphics, and they're just going to keep selling for the next seven years. So yeah. I think I do think we let the viewers decide because I think otherwise we are biased. So yeah. unless, it's, well, unless there's a clear distinction... Right, unless there's a significantly yeah, clear like distinction. If we are on well, the fence, if we are on the fence, wants to slap. the listeners yeah. get to decide whether or not somebody gets a free game, which we will run yeah. uh, properly. We'll, that'll be, uh, you go into a draw, blah, 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 it'll be randomly generated. Or yeah. Tom receives 10 slaps to the face mm-hmm. by Both Laura. good options. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Just saying. So try not to be biased. Free games are good too, guys. Just just keep that in mind. <laughs> no. I think I think I better start preparing my slapping yeah. hands. Mm-hmm. Yes. Callous those puppies up a Callous little bit. Callous them up. Yeah. yeah. So that we we dived a little bit into our tinfoil hat theories here and what we think is going to happen. But the point is there is going to be a successor to the Switch. Nintendo is going to be doing something. They're like it was obvious, guys. Like, come on, it, it was always going to happen. Something I do, was I do think come this happen. leak is very credible as well. Versus yes, that, that is the critical point, though. Yeah, there is the past ones. quite credible. It actually, at the uh, Nvidia got data mined. It's just all this stems from Dan the DSLL technology that is was obviously in this data mine, but it all stems from a little sentence that says. NVN N2. <laughs> two. Two. And the, so the original switch was always referred to as NVN, and this is NVN2. So not NVN 4K, I might just point out quickly. That's uh, too obvious. <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, so that's literally we've just been banging on for like half an hour about one NVN2 mention in uh, a mine. So... It, but the internet's rolling with it, and that's fine. I I think it is exciting, and there will be something eventually in the future. We will decide when that happens. If I will, who's closer? Mm, yeah, exactly. All right. Anything else you guys want to say? I think we wrap that up pretty well. I think, yes, yeah, I, I think agree. that's wrapped up. I reckon we move on to Rimworld. Mm-hmm. Yes, we will. We will move on. So. Uh, I talked a little bit at the start about the classification of video games, you know, just like movies and music, explicitary content obviously has to uh, be dealt with, I guess you would like to say. And the Australian Board of Classification, I believe that is its official name. I believe their official name is the Nanny Classifications. Yeah, yeah, we're living in a bit of a nanny state over here, everyone. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they have deemed a game unplayable, I guess. It is too intense for anybody to play. I am just going to read it's, out it's exactly been refused classification. Yeah, mm. so the, the interesting thing about this is 
classifications usually apply to physical games. Uh, they're more, so obviously everything is classified, but physical games is where this board starts to really put their foot down and be like, no, Nanny says you can't play this. And I'll get into that in a second. Just let me read what the board said about RimWorld, which has been out since 2013. The computer, the computer game is... Cl- oh, computer game? Well, I haven't heard that, that term since mum told it to me when I was five. Get off those computer games. The computer game is classified RC in accordance with the National Classification Code, Computer Games Table 1A, as computer games that, open quotation marks, depict, express, or otherwise deal with matters of sex, drug misuse or addiction, crime, cruelty, violence, or revolting or abhorrent phenomena in such a way that they offend against the standards of morality, decency, and proprietary generally accepted by reasonable adults to the extent that they should not be classified, end quotation marks. <laughs> That's pretty intense that we apparently, anybody who is willing to try this game is not a reasonable adult. This is, this is just more bullshit, to be quite, to be quite frank. Like this game has been playable in Australia on Steam since 2013. And now, because there was a potential console release, I believe is was the exactly. That's where I was. That's where I wanted to get into that. So it's flown under the radar on Steam since 2013, and now since it was going to be released physically, they're like, actually, no. I think that anybody who plays this game is going to be corrupted, and society is falling apart. Have they played Grand Theft Auto for God's sake? Like Jesus. Uh, Yeah. Right. Just on that note, physical console version has not been officially announced or anything. No. We, it's just speculation. But we, us as some low-grade gamers, as the team here, do think that the classification board has now leaked the physical slash console version. That's, yep, the, just that's the only quickly... thing that makes sense. Unless, yep. unless mm-hmm. there is a Karen out there that uh, has some people in... High places, I guess, if you want to call nanny classifications high places. That's that's the only other thing that, that could make any sense. Unfortunately, we've removed it from iDigital Games at this point. So yeah. we did have RimWorld available. Now, I'm not trying to aid the government in their removal of things, but what has been happening online, just to put this out there, Many people are saying that if you purchase RimWorld from an external source and not Steam, you can still activate it in Australia. Now, a lot of people haven't heard of RimWorld, so a lot of people are trying this. Now, we tested that. I tested that in-house to see if that works. It does not work, so we have removed it from the website until further notice, only because I don't want people attempting this stuff because we can't give a refund on a game that you've attempted to do. That's just, once you've got a code, you can use it. I can't do anything about it. I can't expire the code. So we've removed it from just until, I guess, those sort of things get ironed out. We'll bring it back. But 
until that gets ironed out and that misinformation isn't out there, I didn't want, even if I write it in big red writing, I guarantee you somebody's going to do it anyway. Not yeah. to try and be rude, but that's what people do. Oh, no, of course. Even, yeah. even we, we uh, as an example, many games are not available in Germany or Japan because they depict World yes. War II and other bits and pieces. I have in big red writing, this game is not available in Germany or Japan. And yet we have had some Germans attempt to purchase these games, uh, which is actually why we're pulled out of the European market at this point in time. It's oh. mainly because of, of those sorts of things that continue to happen and then them wanting a refund. Now, you didn't read the big red riding. That's not my problem because I can't do anything with that game. After you, you want your refund, then you can still go use the code and be a wanker. So yep. that's, that's why we have decided to remove the game temporarily uh, until we can get it to the point where you click on the game and it says, you're in Australia, no go which yes. is uh, not something that we actually have implemented at this point in time, but it is is coming. So what, what are your thoughts? I'm going to start with Laura on this one, not to be rude, but I know Tom has something to say, but... I'll have something to say, mate. You know me. I always have an opinion. Yeah, well, I don't blame well, you. I, I think it is... <laughs> <laughs> it's like Switzerland. How are you doing over there? I think it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I, I honestly think it's kind of ridiculous. The game has been available since 2013. Yeah. Like that's that's a long time. That's almost 10 years yep. that the game has been available. And only now they've decided that it's just, I don't know, like too too bad. Like what what is gonna happen if people play this game? It just I've never played it. Have you no. guys played it? No, no, but I really want to now. And now I can It's like telling me not to push a big red button. Exactly. I'm going to hit the kill switch. I've read this statement and I'm like, I wanna play this game now. Yeah. What is so what is so bad about Rimworld? I mean like violence, <laughs> cruelty. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. I mean, that's right up what, my alley. It goes back to what Dan was saying. Like, have they not played Grand Theft Auto? Yes. Like, what? The, this statement could fit into any game. Do they, so do they violence, play these games? I'd love to violence, know. Violence, I'd love to know, classification-wise, what the yep. fuck they do. Sorry, I'm not meant to swear. We're going to have to beat that out. Yep, I'll look at that. It's okay. But what, what do they do in classification? Surely, like, what, what, I don't get it. I, I'm so confused about okay. a game that uh, is... How do they decide on these things? Yeah. I agree. I think, well, GTA is, it sells a lot, and Rockstar are a huge company. That's never going to get pulled. It's just, it's just not going to happen. Uh, RimWorld is released by a smaller developer, so therefore they get shat on for lack of a better term uh laura just back to what you were saying i believe now don't hold this as gospel but i believe the drugs aspect is a recent update somewhat recently not yesterday or last week or anything like that but it is a relatively recent addition 
to RimWorld or the to, or the statement to RimWorld. To RimWorld. RimWorld. Okay. Yes. So <laughs> is that what? Yeah, that's what is RimWorld about? So MGTA RimWorld. 5, okay. Bro. For those of you who don't know, sorry. What all I'm saying on the drug thing in GTA Five. No. Yeah, I know, dude. What's I the kid's know. name? What's what's I know James oh. Jeremy. Stupid kid. I don't know, mate. Michael's kid drugs him, and you walk around and get probed by aliens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, dude. I, I know. Again, big company. So, RimWorld is basically Laura. I think you would really like it. Actually, it's like one of those um, you play as God simulator type games. Okay. And you are on a a planet. And basically the end game is either you escape the planet or everyone in your colony dies. And you basically just get to uh, mess with people's lives. Uh, There is updates. You can bring a religious leader in and have your colony become a bunch of religious zealots. You can, you have to monitor stuff like sex and crime and all that jazz um there is which is where all the abhorrent phenomena comes into it i guess it's a real life essentially it's a real life simulator like i'm sorry but these things exist in real life as as sad as it might be it's that it they just happen and there's a lot worse things that happen as well so yeah that's that's the type of game it is it is very much like a sim it's I a guess. life sim a god sim yeah god yeah simulator. i mean that, i'm putting it very basically there's a lot more to it than that but yeah essentially you control a group of people you control a colony of you're a cult leader human, humans well mm, <sighs> or you could be a cult leader if you chose to play the game in that way yes yes you could yep 100 percent. yep so and that's where I guess you're not playing as an individual character who is experiencing these things. Like you are making the characters in the game experience these things because of your choices. I don't know if that has an impact on how they choose to rate stuff. Honestly, I think they just put blindfolds on and go, oh, that one. Hmm. I don't like that one. And then it gets declassified and taken off Steam which is a little bit of an unprecedented move actually, because we have, we do have some unrated games or unrateable games, however you want to put it in Australia. And the physical versions are not available, but the Steam version still up. So this game is so full of abhorrent phenomena that goes against the standards of morality that they had to pull the Steam version as well. So Maybe they just on... think that people are going to get some kind of god complex. Oh, I don't know, their... So Ludion Studios <laughs> or Ludion, whatever you want to, or however it's pronounced, actually didn't think the PC version was going to be affected. So they yeah, exactly. actually released something to say that it wasn't going to be something along that, that effect, that the PC version wasn't going to be affected. Turns out it is. So even they were unaware of the extent uh, that this was going to go. Now, you can still actually buy it from them direct, just not the Steam version. So true. And yes, I did read that. No, that is cool. That is cool. Screw you, government. And uh, anybody who currently owns it can still download it from the Steam 
store. Yes, like re-download. Dan, can you just um, say the name of the developer again, please? Lydian? Ludian? Lydian. There you go. If you go to Lydian or Ladian or Lydian? Ludian. L-U-D-E-O-N Studios. Ladian Studios. If you type them into Google, go buy this game from them directly. To be honest, it's one of those things that I feel any publicity is good publicity because I had not heard of RimWorld. Now I want to play it because I got told I couldn't. Exactly. So I hope that's how it goes down because they've got a lot of publicity. I mean, you know, this isn't a situation I discovered independently, like it has been reported on. So, yeah, I hope for their sake that it's it's a good thing for them and it upsells for the game. Mm. You know, buying it directly from them is probably going to earn them more money anyway than through a a third party like Steam or uh, digital games or something like that. So, yeah, I look, I hope hope it works out for them is all I'm saying. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. Go play Rimworld, everyone. That it deserves to be played. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the situation, Dan? Oh, I think it's pretty clear. I think it's bullshit. Doesn't make mm-hmm. the, the the classification stuff. Literally, it makes no sense. Surely, no. this is a bunch of people sitting in an ivory tower that have no clue about what entail what each game entails. These guys are, are on some other drugs. Well, they've probably mm. seen a drug in there and gone, I'm on that right now. This isn't good. That's this the only thing that makes sense. This is bringing attention to my life. Better make it not allowed. I, I, don't, I don't get it, and I disagree with it. In- yes, <laughs> I think we're all in agreement on that one. And look... Okay, you don't want to bring a physical version out. That's, you know, I, I don't necessarily agree either. But removing it from Steam, it's like a whole nother... Yeah, like saying it's, not, it's a no-go for Australia. Like, okay, there's, there's plenty of games they've said is, is a no-go, but then having yeah. Steam remove it, unable to activate, and other bits and pieces, yeah. it, it, it's been available for nearly 10 years. Like, are, you, are, you that, bit, uh, are you people that brain dead? Like... Yeah. Yep. No, I agree. Usually I'm not into in, in, insulting the brain dead like that, but I totally agree. They <laughs> they don't know. They're a bit out of touch, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I think we're all in agreement that this is a bit crap. Damn and that's cool. why we are imploring you to go to Ludian's website and pick it up because... Surely, that's all you can surely do. there's they're a petition as well now, somewhere. Surely there's a petition. I hope yeah. so. Yeah. Well, if I'll, I'll actually one, look for that. I'll look it, for that. I will leave it in the uh, description of this YouTube video. This podcast is available on YouTube as well, just some low-grade gamers. I will leave it in the description there if you would like to sign it. No pressure. Doesn't doesn't matter. I'm sure. Again, I'm sure everyone has an opinion on this. But, yeah, um, if, you, if you're a parent, just, just monitor what your kids are playing anyway. Like... You know, I think like people should have the ability to choose what game they do and do not play, especially once it's been for 10 years already. Exactly. Like if a game messes you up to this point, like I'm not trying to be rude here, but if a game, if if a game like RimWorld 
messes you up to that point, there's there's something underlying that you, you need to seek help with anyway. So exactly. it's, you, you know, something like, yeah, it's RimWorld is not going it, to turn you into, or GTA 5 oh. is not going to turn you into a mass murderer. It's I, I games just, don't. Yeah, games don't turn you into anything that wasn't already there already inside, yeah. in my opinion. If a game is going to trigger you to, I don't know, become a serial killer or whatever, something else would have triggered you to become a serial killer or whatever, regardless. Maybe yeah. it would have been a movie. If, if you maybe are a serial you're, killer. Maybe just a serial killer to start with. Yeah. And it's yeah. not the game's fault. It's like when things happen and, like, this is kind of random, but like the Columbine shootings. No, and stuff. that's not random. I was thinking of that. And then they just blame Marilyn Manson and the music that they listen to. It's like it's not Marilyn Manson's fault that this person was totally unhinged. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, I just wanted to say that I've uh, Laura and I have been. I don't know about you, Dan, but Laura and I have been dealing with this kind of stuff our whole lives because. We were metalheads and or emos back in the day. And my my parents were a little bit concerned at the start when I started wearing, you know, baggy black pants with chains and, you know, wanting to paint my fingernails black and started listening to some pretty heavy, you know, somewhat disturbing music and specifically singing it out loud in the car for shock value. Uh, so, but... It's just a conversation that you have to have with your kid. It's, I liked aggressive music and okay, some of the lyrics are a little bit messed up. Cannibal Corpse, I'm looking at you, which also got banned from Australia, might I add. Cannibal Corpse are not allowed to come here either. Uh, so, uh, I, I, something that is not new is what I'm trying to say. So, have you murdered Extreme... anyone out of, out of curiosity? Oh! No, no one. How do have any friends? Like, <laughs> you know, I don't even know oh. enough people to murder. God damn. So, yeah, it's just, ah, it, it really grinds my gears when something like this happens because me and all my metalhead friends back in the day, like, we're, we're regular functioning members of society, you know, and our morality has not changed because we listened to Hammer Smashed Face by Cannibal Corpse back in the day. And you know what? I'm going to go listen to that after the podcast now because it deserves to be listened to. Like, stop telling me I can't do things because someone else did something that they were going to do anyways. And I, I feel for the uh, victims of Columbine, of course, but it wasn't. Marilyn Manson's fault. Yeah. It wasn't Slipknot's fault. You can't it, blame anybody else for your own actions. They're like people need to take responsibility for what they're exactly. doing. Plain and exactly. Simple. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Might I just add as well, quickly, Rimworld, it's not even realistic graphic-wise. <laughs> it's not a first person with, you know, amazing character models and realistic-looking graphics. Like, it's top-down... Maybe 32, 64 bit. It looks like Stardew Valley. Yeah, it's 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 uh, the next level above pixel art, but it's still that type of vibe. Yeah. What? Come on, man! You don't like 
you don't see a knife get driven into someone like you've seen in Resident Evils. Like it's you're not seeing somebody drug someone like you see in GTA. Like what about Red yeah. Dead Redemption too? Like mm-hmm. right, The Witcher as well. Like Elder Scrolls. Which is a fantastic yeah. game. Yeah. Well, literally, <laughs> literally, like, uh, yeah. Again, but they're big. They're big companies who have sway, so they're they're not going to get shot on. They're going to shit on the little guy. Oh, we've gotten worked up, haven't we? I love it. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. Yes. But I Let's mean, shift. I don't know. I'm sure there's someone out there that agrees with this decision because they're worried about little Jimmy having access to these games and we would all rebuttal with little Jimmy also has access to stuff like Red Dead and Witcher and Skyrim and all these, all these different things. So it's up to you. If you don't want Jimmy playing those type of games, you need to make sure that Jimmy's not playing those type of games. The government. For God's sakes. Don't don't blame the companies. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Don't rely on the government to, censor things like you need to you need to know what your child is doing um not telling you how to parent i would probably make a terrible one myself so I would <laughs> but i just wouldn't be worried about little jimmy that's all that's all i think let's, i think that's a good one let's let's shift because i'm getting worked up and uh, I yeah think the next one's <laughs> a bit, ex- a I, bit I think it's fun. exciting Yes, no, yes, I agree. It is uh, exciting. Let's lighten it up a little bit. Yeah, let's get them. We could easily yell at each other for the next hour about that one. So yeah, let let's let's move on <laughs> to our next point. Our next point of call here. Uh God of War. Great game. Great series of games. It's been going on for a while now. There is talks of a TV show happening. Interesting, interesting. So, Dan, yes. I believe you told me that Sony is talking to Amazon. Yes. About so, this. there was a report from Deadline saying that Amazon is in uh, later negotiations, if that makes sense, with yeah. Sony Pictures on uh, PlayStation Productions being God of War. So, yeah. for those that don't know, God of War is, is about kratos and he goes through you know becoming a god and fatherhood and all those other bits and pieces and i think the story is fantastic and it would make for a great tv series but you you have a theory on who the actor is going to be and i i'm not i hope it's not (laughs) so Otherwise, we're just going to be in jungle after jungle after jungle. Yeah, yeah. So a couple of weeks to go, there's this um, little actor. You might have heard of him. He's only like the uh, highest paid actor in the world. Is he? Uh, yeah. yeah dude. Wow. Yeah. I, think, I think Robert Downey Jr. beat him there for a bit with Avengers. But no, he, is, he is at least the, the most popular. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has said he is in talks, at least. He's interested in, he wants to play a video game character. He's doing another video game movie, uh, which he's done a few of now. Um, so, he's, you know, he's, it's not like he's new to these roles or anything. And he does look like 
Kratos. I'm, I'm just saying he look he looks like a big buff dude. Kratos is bold. So so is the Rock. Yeah, but the, the beard <laughs> thing, right? Similar, Can the Rock pull that off? Similar physique. I, I think. Similar physique. I think. Does anybody watch Vikings? I have seen Vikings. I can't say I watch it, but I. I love I, Vikings. There you go. I reckon either Ragnar Lothbrok or uh, Rolo would be. Yeah, that would be cool. That would, would be, be cool. Yeah, I just think that style of thing suits those two. I mean, they both mm-hmm. need to buff up a little bit, you know, like start hitting the gym. Uh, last name, Nasium. Boom. <laughs> Bad joke. Um, <laughs> I, I, so I, I think one of those two would be epic, especially Ragnar. He's so... Uh, and again, I can't remember the actors' names. I can barely remember musicians I listen to, let alone that. But I think he would just do it so well. I think The Rock's yeah, physique is probably there, but The Rock needs to be white, man. Like, and when I say white, I don't mean that in a racist way, but um, Kratos actually has... Uh, actually, I'll ruin it if I say that. Kratos has white on him, as in his body in the original series was white. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say why, because it will, if you haven't played it, it will ruin a big part as to why he's like that. And I don't mean white as in skin complexion. He's literally like white paint. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think a good one, has anyone seen the Arrowverse? Uh, Deathstroke from Arrow. The actor's name is Manu Bennett. I think he would make an awesome Kratos. Uh, he's also a Kiwi, so I think that would make our our Kiwi presenter over here quite happy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's just he's he's a great actor, uh, and none of us are saying that The Rock isn't a great actor because he's just so like sometimes when an actor has been in so many things they become like inseparable from some of their roles and okay. sometimes i like sometimes i can't take the rock seriously yeah. what role do you can't can't you separate the rock well he's from? done a lot of like comedy stuff and things recently he has been getting into i thought he was really good in the jumanji movies yeah yeah, yeah. he's yeah he is but they're That's like funny yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's comedy. Is... It's funny. I can't like picture him in like a serious role without like just like thinking of that. It's like I can never see Harry Potter play in a movie without seeing Harry Potter. I I, s- I still see The Rock as Scorpion King. Anyone remember that? Yeah, no. that's good. That's good. I, I, oh yeah, sorry, that was terrible. But yeah, I think... <laughs> yeah, I know. I loved it as a kid. I yeah, loved yeah, it. So did I. I just think yeah. The Rock, the problem I have with The Rock is, uh, number one, I do like him as an actor, so I, like, relax yeah. everybody out there. Uh, I think he was, uh, I love the Jumanji movies as well, but he is yeah. very intent on being in a jungle or basically playing a sports star that didn't work out so well and then he has to learn how to be good. Now, let's let's branch out then let, let him play yeah, yeah which, I'm is, sure fun, which is which is it. fine but i think he needs to establish that 
harder role before he can jump into such an iconic character as Kratos. I just yeah, like he's iconic for us though, but for your regular Amazon Prime viewers who are what I guess it, this is going to be an Amazon Prime exclusive if Sony is in talks with Amazon. Yeah, yeah, well. uh, yeah uh, is your is your average Amazon Prime viewer? Do they see Kratos as such as an iconic character? But where is the where is the critics going to come from? So where is the initial hype going to come from? The hype is going to come from us. That like that's where the hype yes. got a war is going to come from. So if they mm-hmm. if they don't get the actor right, and I will point this out, he I'm pretty sure he has a lot of deals with Netflix. So and I think I think Netflix has roped him into something personally. So I, I personally don't think we'll see the rock as Kratos because I think I read somewhere that he's he's got a few deals on the go with Netflix. Not that you can't cross platform, but I, I got a feeling he's he's tied up. And I sort of hope like man, Rolo or Ragnar Lothbrok, like I really gotta learn their names because they're good actors, but man, Ragnar would be sweet. What was that? Travis is Ragnar. Travis Femel. Trav, good old Trav. He's Aussie Oh yeah, let's go, Trav. All right, yeah, I'm down. Right. Let's go, Trav. Yeah, Trav. Right. He's he's sexy with that beard. He's too pretty, mate. He's too pretty. Yeah, he can. Nah, you, he does like a really good job at being like really gritty. Yeah. So I don't know. I think speaking of like people you can't separate, he is Ragnar. Well, people, especially if he's playing like a Spartan warrior, I obviously they're two very different Viking Spartans, but people as aggressive leader. You know what? Know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Look, I, I think I, I, don't know. I agree, but I just think he's got the skill to pull it off. That's what I. I think he's got the skill to pull that off. Serious role that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a serious role that he's played in um, in Vikings, and that's what I can't separate The Rock from, like a comedy, joking sort of a role. You'd have, like, you it's can't, very different you can't fair, put fair jokes. Enough, I hope it's The Rock. I like him. I like if, him too. If it's not, we do have another video game series to look forward to. So maybe I hope it's not, because then we have then we have two. You know what makes I'm pretty sense. sure I said it was specifically Sony as well, actually. So I reckon mm. The Rock is going to be the next Kirby. Oh, <laughs> that would actually be so good. That That's the awesome. only way they could do a movie like that. Yeah, because yeah. that would be funny. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and he can suck well, people up. Live action Kirby, live action Kirby, Rock in pink paint. I think that would be honestly hilarious. Yeah. I just want to say, though, before we are end on this subject, that there is a The Last of Us series coming out, uh, which is another PlayStation property, uh, just, just as large as the God of War. And that is being released exclusively on HBO Max which we actually don't have access to here in Australia. Unfortunately, I believe a bunch of stuff from HBO does release on Binge, which is the Australian streaming service. Laura, I'm kind of looking at you to confirm this. So Binge, 
Binge runs a lot of that stuff because it is owned by Foxtel. So yeah, and Foxtel have exclusive rights with a, a lot of stuff like HBO. So uh, including oh, okay. the Game of Thrones Thanks series. Thanks Appreciate you confirming uh, Is sort of around, but uh, Binge is crap. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look, it is crap. We have it for um, stuff like that, like the, the HBO things. Um, yeah, so I just think it's interesting that Sony is now, like, The Last of Us is going to be an HBO exclusive, so it's interesting that they're now in talks with Amazon about an exclusive going over there. I guess they just want to branch out, um, but, yeah, I, there, there is some reason, but it's just an interesting thing to note. I am extremely excited for that Last of Us series, by the way. Uh, as also, Dan, I'm not as familiar with the God of War games as you are. Do you think that the television series is the right route to take? Yeah. Or do you think nah, it would no have been movie. better off as... No movie. No. Nah. Nah. Okay. Yeah, Too much if, happening. Okay, if they want to do it right, sort of like... Did you guys see Eternals? The Eternals on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, okay, that shouldn't have been a movie. There are like seven of them or something like that. Like, you needed more backstory. Like, when somebody died, did you give a shit? No. The God of War series has such a big, robust history that Mm -hmm. I think is, like, there, there is stuff in there that, like, if you don't know about it, there is some really heart wrenching stuff that has happened to him that got him to this point so he didn't he didn't just become the god of war he had to become the god of war so yes if you tried to skip through that in a movie they would mess it up like horrendously like not on purpose they're just that's just what there's not enough there's just yeah Yeah, there's just not enough time unless you want to watch a six-hour movie even in parts i don't think it would be enough to get across the Kratos story, depending on what they're trying to sell as well, if that makes sense. They could really run... Sony did a fantastic job just having God of War. I think, yeah, like it just... Some of it is absolutely gut-wrenching what happens to this guy, and he just pushes through, and I just don't think you could do that as a movie. No, fair enough, fair enough. That's an interesting thought to have, because I agree that the last of us is a similar way trying to get Joel and Ali's relationship across in a two, and what's been on a three hour movie. I mean, you could do it, but there's just so much there and so much happens in that game to really solidify their relationship. And, and do you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I agree with you in that aspect, but on the other hand, I think uncharted worked really well as a movie, uh, despite it not being based on exactly any of the games. It, it still definitely worked as a movie. There's not so much that happens in those games that you know they need to be expanded on in like mm. a six to 10 episode season. So I think Sony is doing a really good job actually with these video game IPs. I think like, I don't know if you guys remember back in the day when we had stuff like uh, the Assassin's Creed movie, we had the Prince of Persia movie, we had uh, like those early Mortal Kombat movies, like video game movies. I, I really enjoyed Prince of Persia. I, I just want to add that. There was definitely some problems, definitely a lot of whitewashing in it, but I think I enjoyed it as a movie. 
Uh, I still do. But they weren't good. They didn't get no. any critical attention. video game movies have just been yeah. crap. And I think Sony yeah, exactly. have potentially... Well, well, the turning point. Yeah, I, I reckon they've learnt from working with Disney, to be yeah. honest. I, I think I so, because video games have such incredible stories and they like are some of the best ways to really like get invested in mm-hmm. the story and what's happening in it so if they manage to translate that into a tv show or a movie i think it has huge potential i agree when halo comes out on the 24th of this month halo tv yeah. series so you know it's stuff's happening and i, I yeah, think it's no, really exactly. good for the video game industry well, we yeah. finally we finally have reason to think that some of these are going to be good. Yeah. Uh, the Sonic was really good. Uh, Detective Pikachu was really good. That was really good. I think Sonic was uh, only good because they took a step back and they listened to feedback because that game had a that, that yeah. movie had a significant delay because of did. how they did the Hedgehog originally. Interesting. I'm, I'm so glad that a director sat back and went, yeah. Hmm. This Sonic is ugly. This, yeah, this no, trailer no, did no. not go well. I'm glad they listened to listened to feedback. And that's Why important. wouldn't you just make it look like Sonic? Well, that's what they ended up doing. So, yeah. And I mean, Idris Elba is playing Knuckles in the new Sonic movie. Like, that is awesome. Yeah. So excited for that. But yeah, we finally have a precedent to actually expect video game IPs to be good. The the latest Mortal Kombat movie, well, it wasn't. I liked it. wasn't great, but it was much better than the previous attempts at it. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. Too. I thought it. Was, I thought it was very good. But I do understand it might not be I, for I everyone. I thought it needed yeah. a little and, bit. And Uncharted. More. Uncharted was really good too. I really enjoyed it. And I haven't I, seen I, Uncharted Tom Holland yet. There. Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg, two really big stars in the industry. Uh, Tom Holland is arguably one of the biggest at the moment. So, oh, yeah. I mean, they, they, they nailed it, man. I thought, I thought it was really good. I, it will not ruin the game, any of them, just so you all know. It, it doesn't do that. No spoilers. No spoilers of any of the games. I was really worried about that, but no, no, it's all good. I am glad that now we have a better... Um, like I've got more hope for video game yeah. re renditions. Like, remember what was that that Monster Hunter movie? Oh. Like, I don't want to just like name names, but like that was so bad. There is no situation where you could be so hungover and that would like make that movie good. And I say that because like being hungover and watching a movie, like it's almost like always going to be a good time. Yeah. because you just don't want to do anything you just want to sit there even if a movie is crap it doesn't matter it's still you're still going to enjoy it not this one though yeah with laura also says that's because it's literally how she watched the monster hunter movie she yeah was, i had to go down and buy her fried chicken and everything it was it was funny but it was still crap it was still there was the world don't... of warcraft movie as well uh, yeah yeah okay there is some recent additions to the video game movies that are average but they're getting better in general. Yeah. I, I didn't think World of Warcraft was that bad. I, it was the ending was pretty. Oh, the ending sucked. Yeah, oh, yeah the ending was no yeah. good. But I thought 
I thought it was a good introduction movie that they should have done a little bit differently. Yeah, yeah well, don't make her like, no, I'm not going to spoil it or anything, but don't make an ending expecting there to be a second movie and then just not yeah, yeah. have a second. Yeah. So it just, it, yeah. You have to have it as its own standalone thing first, yeah. don't you? It must end. Yeah, unless it's being greenlit for a sequel. Already. Movies. They need a beginning, a middle, <laughs> and an end. Three main criteria. It didn't even meet those. It didn't even meet those criteria. Uh, if you want to do something, yeah, I... just tack an advertisement on the end. Like Jesus, learn from learn from uh, Disney and Marvel. That is the biggest tv series that has ever come mm-hmm. to the big screen 10 years of of movies and they sold a shitload you need to but they all have beginning middles and ends don't they yes, that's, yes, the so that's what i'm getting all, at like in their own right and standalone that's, that's why i feel sony are doing better though is because they have been working with disney like disney is yes. is a powerhouse when it comes oh, to stuff oh, like yeah. that, like if, if you've guys seen the Frozen, if you guys had seen Frozen the movie, which is a children's yeah, movie, the first one I have. I've uh, seen the first one. The guy that ends up being the bad guy, it's like no spoilers, but yeah, it's like yeah, what? I know what you meant. What yeah, is going it's, awesome. like, it's real dark. Yeah, Ooh, it, I don't this is, seen Frozen. This is Disney, like. So I think Sony have learnt from their exposure to Disney. Even like, yeah, I just think Disney are a powerhouse and if people can learn from them. I mean, look at The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is fantastic. I think Boba Fett redeemed itself at the end because that, uh, that, was, that was a bit yeah, slow going. But yeah, but, you know, it redeemed itself at the end, I think. And Not good. Yeah. Disney's expanding. Well, like Pam and Tommy, there's like a whole 10 minutes where uh, Sebastian Stan, who plans, who plays Tommy Lee, talks to his genitalia, like literally for 10 minutes. It's, um, it's good. Disney's getting, <laughs> they're becoming a bit more mature. <laughs> there's, there's nothing wrong with that. No. It's okay to talk to genitalia. Look, everyone needs a pep talk every now and then. I don't know why I'm looking at you. Yeah, yeah I, just for everyone watching this he's not implying that i talk to my bits all the time i, I actually thought he me. was implying that you give his bits a pep talk maybe oh, no. under performance no, issues i don't know no judging but pep talks are a bad thing maybe I she was them doing like uplifting motivational speaking or something <laughs> A motivational quote every day. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I also, okay, all right. That's enough about the genitalia. Uh, on a final note, I just want to wish our female presenter here, Laurie, a happy International Women's Day. Oh, well, it, thank you. Because it is International Women's Day. And sorry if Dan and I talk over you occasionally. We don't mean to do that. We're just loud, obnoxious men with big opinions and you're Switzerland. I am yeah. Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> she really is. There's Laura is an integral part of this podcast because 
Uh, I don't know if we would ever have finished our first episode. To be honest, I think we'd I think still you be. You guys would still be going. Yeah, yeah. Dan either that go. or yeah, Dan would have actually ended up dead as you threatened. Yeah, I, I may have threatened Dan with death. Or you just both hate each other. Yeah, one of the two. Yeah, we would not no. be friends anymore. No. No, yeah, Laura's holding Geneva. You're holding the peace talk. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. So, and um, yeah, but. Any other females out there, whether you're in, in our industry or any others, yeah, thank thank you, I guess. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for that. I'll make sure to tell my genitalia that you pass on your regards next time we're having our pep talk. I thought we'd moved on that, but I guess we're going right back there. Okay. <laughs> oh. Well, Laurie, considering it's International Women's Day, do you want to see us out then? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Thanks for listening to us ramble on again. Sorry if we always, if we sometimes get a little um, heated, but it's just it's a good way to share our opinions. And if you ever want to share your opinions with us, we're also on YouTube with this podcast that has a comment section, and you can let us know what you think. One hundred percent, absolutely. Cool. Thank you. Well. Dan from iDigital Games. Don't forget to head over to iDigitalGames.com for a bunch of discounts. Unfortunately, RimWorld is not available there at the moment, but we will sort that out soon, I'm sure, Dan. Yeah. Beautiful. And we're some kind of gaming, Laura and I. So go check us out on Twitch or YouTube or Instagram if you would like. And yeah, thank you so much. We are some low-grade gamers. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Bye. <laughs> I want you to sing bye too. Goodbye. Goodbye. Good friends. Goodbye. Tomorrow's a brand new day. The moon, the bear, and the big blue house. Anyone? Yeah. Anyone? Yeah. I don't remember the rest. Yeah. Yeah. That was beautiful. That was actually way more than I expected. <laughs>